Hey guys, it's Gordon here from the Life Living It and Loving It podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the two elements of learning. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So I'm hoping that everybody is staying safe and staying well and looking after themselves. Obviously, a lot of changes again with lockdown rules, um, the masks being mandatory in places now, in public places. Um, I'm here in France still. Um, that's been the rules for several months. So since I've been here, I've uh, you know if I'm ever down the supermarket you have to wear your masks and you know you do feel quite safe and everybody's quite good with social distancing uh, out here so we've not had any problems kind of in the supermarkets or anything like that or felt uncomfortable uh, which is really nice so I know the rules keep changing but I kind of think we've got to do our best to keep up with them and and, and ha- do our part to make this uh, pass a little quicker. So as you said as I just said I'm still in France so which is lovely we've got a bit of nice weather here uh, not too warm, not certainly not as warm as it was in the summer when I was here when it was 40 degrees. Um, we're down averaging about 15 degrees, but it's not too bad. Been able to get out and play golf a few times, which is really nice. Love love having a few games of golf. And uh, got back into, uh, strangely, my parents have got me back into my running habit, which is really good because um, I, I kind of talked them into um, doing some running um, and they were doing the couch to 5k earlier on in the year in which they, uh, they're finishing up they're just getting to the end of that uh, which is cool um, so they've been going out running three times a week so I've been going out with them so I've got back into the habit of doing that five kilometers every uh, three times a week which is really nice so I'm going to keep that up and when I get back home and start training towards my uh, bigger races for next year I'm going to start training over the winter so um, it's really nice to get back into that just that regular consistent habit bit of getting out hitting the pavement hitting the roads and getting some miles in so uh, really nice and obviously it helped with the beautiful scenery and um, we go down to a lake uh, about uh, 10 or 15 minutes from where my parents live uh, and run around there which is really nice so uh, beautiful scenery usually see a few herons um, in the in the lake um, in the mornings which is really nice so uh, just yeah just great to get back out and get on the roads and getting those miles in which is really awesome so hopefully like I say you're all keeping well hopefully you're uh, maintaining your uh, your habits your good habits and not developing any bad habits during this period if you were like me and you were uh, had kind of uh, gone a bit slack um, then um, now's the time to kind of check yourself and get back into those really great habits that we, that we need to form and that we need to um, do consistently to live that life we love. So today's topic then is the two parts of learning. So a lot of time people um, start learning something new or, or relearning something um, and they have that enthusiasm and they have that uh, passion for learning and um, you know that excitement about learning something new which is awesome so you get going and then you know eventually uh, maybe a few days maybe a few weeks uh, maybe be longer but you, you eventually hit a barrier where uh, learning starts to slow down you know you've kind of reached your capacity for that initial learning period um, and, it, and it starts taking a bit longer to to learn new things and and that's when the kind of passion kind of drains away or um, fades and and um, that that uh, you kind of lose that willingness to uh, sit at a desk or or do whatever you need to do to learn that new skill, whatever it might be for you. So the the key thing, like, and I think when that period happens, when that enthusiasm dies down, and when um, that learning starts to slow, then we need to look at how we're learning and and the mechanisms by which we're learning to make sure that we're capturing um, everything that we need to, right? So 
um, for me, I think there's I think there's two elements to learning, right? There's always the um, theory part and there's the practice part. So if you're learning a new language, the the theory part would be learning new vocab, sentence structure, um, etc. And the practice part is actually going out and speaking it. If you're learning to um, play golf, you know the theory might be standing on a driving range, um, practicing your swing, you know, adjusting your swing slightly each time you go until you get that perfected. But then the practice is actually getting out onto the course and hitting some uh, hitting some balls on the course, you know, and seeing seeing how we do out on a, a live course. You know, if you're um, learning social media in your business for the first time, maybe uh, the the sitting down is actually you know reading other people's posts um, and coming up with your social media strategy um, and and planning your posts. Um, then the actual practice is actually writing the posts and posting the post, right? So there's the two elements to whatever whatever it may be that we're learning. Take health and fitness, uh, say you're dieting, you know, the theory part of dieting is, you know, coming up with the meal plan, shopping lists, etc. And then the practice part is actually cooking the meals and eating what you've planned to eat. So there's always these two elements. And when learning slows down, you know, it can often be because we've lost one of those elements of learning. So, for example, um, I, I think I mentioned it on the podcast a few times that I've started to play the piano again, a little keyboard. And, um, you know, I'm not, I was never that great when I was younger, uh, but I started playing again and learning from scratch. So it was really cool, um, had loads of enthusiasm, ready to go um, with that. Got my app that I was using, which was really cool. Um, and I was doing really well, you know, a couple of times I had to play a song two or three times through before I got it perfect and moved on to the next one. Um, in the last week or so, you know, I've hit a couple of songs where I've had to practice 10, 15, 20 times, if not more, to get them right. Now, why is that? Now, there's a couple of reasons. So as the songs get more complex, I'm not as adept at sheet reading sheet music as I should be. So I'm struggling reading the so I when the song's nice and simple I can read the notes no problem because there's a lot of space between there there's a lot of uh, white space on the on the sheet music so it gives me time to process each of the notes as I'm reading along through it and I can move my hands to the right positions because it's moving nice and slow but once you get a more complex song because my sheet music reading is not as good um, as it should be you know it's taken me that a, a longer time to read the notes and make sure that my hands are in the right position so a few times I've missed a whole section or got it wrong because my hands aren't quite in the right place on the keyboard um, because I've not noticed that they've shifted so or that it was supposed to shift so I'm kind of falling behind now it's because I'm doing the practice part so I'm playing music playing the songs but I'm not I've I lost the theory element or I never had the theory element to begin with in in this instance um, so when I realized that I was able to write think oh, okay so I need to up my game in terms of my reading sheet music we can do that um, you know there's um, we can practice a whole range of theory activities. So what did I do? Went out, bought some music theory books, um, and they recommended um, some finger aerobic exercises. 
uh, or what are called finger aerobics, which is kind of moving your hands around the piano in a certain fashion, and it gives you little um, little uh, routines to practice, which helps you move your hands from one position to another um, quicker, and helps you play certain chords in in a certain way. Um, so that when you add all that into the regular practice, then you're going to have the full picture, and it's going to start improving a little bit quicker. And as soon as I started doing that it started to pick back up again. Now it's still certainly not as quick as it was originally because we're into the more complex material, right? So learning's not gonna be as quick as it was at the beginning because there's the, you, you've mastered those easy beginner bits, you know, the, the subjects become more complex. So it is gonna take a little bit longer, but it did slow down to an almost stop when I was um, struggling with a few of those songs. So hopefully that'll get me back on track. Now, what are the things in your lives that are causing you uh, a little bit of pain in terms of learning new skills? What, what What's kind of slowed down or stopped um, that could have been because you've lost one of those elements, either you're not practicing it or you're not um, doing the theory. Uh, when you merge those two things together, that gives you a solid 360 degree view and it's gonna make life a lot easier for you and you're gonna start seeing that progress come back. So what things are you missing out on um, because you've lost one of those elements or like me, you never had an element to begin with. I just practiced the songs. I wasn't really doing the theory side. So um, you know, maybe you've never had an element. Um, so you need to add that in to your routine to give you that um, that progress again. Now, for an example, like I said, with language learning, you need to have those both elements. And if you miss one of those, um, you know, you, you have a lot of people that say you can only learn a language by um, speaking it. And I agree with that. I think you definitely need to speak it. But if you're not practicing the vocab, you're not increasing your word repertoire, then you're going to come up against blockers anyway, or you're never going to progress further than what your initial vocab is. So you need to be able to add that in. Now, equally, if you're learning a load of vocab, but you're not actually practicing, then, you know, you're going to struggle when you're in a live situation, you know, you're in front of a native speaker and you need to ask for help or you need to ask where something is, directions or or, or they ask you a question and you want to respond, you know, you're going to struggle to come up with the right words in the moment, even though you've got that long vocab list um, in your mind and you can do it in the comfort of your own home with an app or whatever, you need to be able to um, have that experience of being able to recall those words um, when you need them, similarly to how you do in your, your home language, right, your native language. So uh, you never really have to think, or sometimes you do, you know, sometimes you, the right word won't come to you and that's really frustrating. And it's really frustrating because they normally come to you quite naturally. You don't have to think about it. So when, when, it, when that stops, you know, when you struggle for a word sometimes, uh, that can be really frustrating. Well, when you're speaking a new language, that's going to be twice as frustrating because you know, those are when when you're speaking your native tongue and you forget a word or you just can't recall it. You know, that's one off. That's not a regular occurrence. Um, so you're going to be more frustrated when you're trying to get the basic words and you can't recall them. So you're going to become more frustrated. Frustrated. So you need to put that package together. You need to put the vocab, the theory, in with the practice and the speaking out in in the wild, so to speak. Um, same with anything else. Like I said, with your business, if you've got, if you're a property entrepreneur and you're out. Um, 
looking at um, you know you, you you buying properties and you're getting tenants now the theory side of that might be um, doing your research online looking at where properties are looking at the actual value of the properties and doing the calculations in terms of what a value uh, properties value is what a property's worth you know, maybe you've sat down you've done some research find out about the local area that the property's in or you know it off the top of your head because it's your own local area in your gold mine area maybe you've done a bit of research maybe you know where the local schools are you know who the ideal tenant would be for you at that house or who the idea buyer ideal buyer would be if you're kind of renovating a property if you're renovating it you've done the calculations to work out how much it's going to cost to renovate you know you know you calculated it needs a new roof so that's going to cost this it needs a new kitchen it's going to cost this um, so you've done all your calculations that's the theory element of it the practice is going out putting the bid on the house going out visiting the properties going out, talking to potential tenants, finding potential tenants, putting bids in on houses, going and talking to estate agents. Those are the practical elements. And without the two together, then it's gonna be very hard work, very slow going if you make any progress at all. So you've got to pull those elements together. So whatever it is you're looking to achieve, whatever outcomes you've set yourself for the year, whatever targets you've set yourself for the year, think right what are the things I need to learn to be able to uh, deliver those outcomes what are the processes I need to put in place to deliver those outcomes and have I got the two elements have I got the theory element have I got the have I got the practical element and and these this can be done for both like I say learning new activities and the processes that you've put in place are you doing the theory and the practical element are you putting them both into practice and where you're not identify which bit you're missing uh, maybe you're missing one or the other um, maybe you're not doing one as much as the other one maybe you prefer you know if you're in the example of being a property entrepreneur maybe you prefer um, go uh, staying at home and doing the research or maybe you prefer going and talking to the estate agents but you don't do the other bits as much because uh, you're a people person right maybe so maybe you maybe you're you're yeah maybe you're um, a flight attendant you're a people person maybe you love um, going into uh, talking to people and having conversations uh, flight attendant by the way is part of the disc assessment um, which is available through my website and the coaching and things I do the coaching packages if you want to find out more about your personal preferences um, you can take the flight assessment uh, and that will help you identify your strengths and your weaknesses part of um, the flight attendant strength is that they're people people um, they love talking to people they love engaging with people and making people happy so maybe you're like that and you want to get out and do that talking bit but maybe you're a little less good at doing the research uh, element so you need to put some more effort into that maybe um, maybe you're a language learner and you're um, sat at home of an evening learning um, a language on your app on your um, Duolingo or something like that uh, and uh, you're doing really well you're getting through the modules uh, and that's really good um, but maybe you're not actually doing it and speaking uh, the language in person with a native speaker and, and you know I've heard a whole host of excuses across all elements uh, through my coaching 
for this, um, you know, for something like language learning, people could say, well, I don't really know anybody that speaks French. Well, you go on holidays to France, so you've got the opportunity to learn there. But more than that, you shouldn't have to wait until you go on holiday. There's um, plenty of online um, websites where you can go and get um, tutoring or you can just go and have a conversation with a native speaker. So when I was doing my Spanish um, my Spanish Spanish challenge last year, I learned, uh, I used a website called italki, um, which kind of had two different types of lesson on it. So there was a professional tutor lesson, and then they had what were called community tutors, um, which were native speakers who would just have conversations with you to practice your vocab and, and practice having a natural conversation in your target language. So that was really cool. Um, so, so there's ways and means of doing this stuff. Um, you know, if you're a property entrepreneur, like we were just saying, you know, uh, maybe your excuse is, well, uh, maybe uh, maybe you're not a pilot, maybe you're not a um, flight attendant, maybe you're a pilot, you like to set direction, you, you're more keen on just setting the targets and going after your targets, you're not uh, worried about speaking to other people and having that engagement piece, um, you're just more focused on the objective and the task than you are on uh, the people. Um, so maybe you don't go in and talk to the estate agents. Maybe you do all your research and then go and put um, your bid in on the house. Uh, maybe you do your research. To, maybe you're um, you're so focused on the research and the analysis. Maybe that's your. Uh, maybe you're an air traffic controller. Maybe you're focused on uh, that analysis piece. So you do ages, spend ages and ages and ages doing the research, finding out all you can about the property. You finally kind of get to the end of that, go to put in your bid, and the house is gone. It's already sold, or it's gone at auction, or whatever it is, um, because you've spent kind of so long doing the analysis. You've missed the target. You've missed the deadline. Um, so you've got to, got to look at that and say, right, let's let's make sure that I hit those deadlines and let's make sure that I um, do the practical element as well, as well as the theory, even though I'm naturally stronger at the theory. Maybe the way to implement the practical element there is to get somebody else to help you set your targets. Uh, maybe get somebody else get who, who is that people person to go in and have those conversations and do that bit on your behalf. You don't have to be every element yourself. I think as a small business owner, um, you know, for all those entrepreneurs out there that are listening, I think that's a dangerous thing. And um, we try to do when we first start out is try and be a bit of everything and do a bit of everything. And you know, you've got to quickly realise which bits you can do, which are your strengths, and which bits you can't do, and kind of try and get somebody else to do those bits that you're not so good at naturally. Uh, once once you get to a point where you can do that. So hopefully that's been a useful episode today. Hopefully if your progress in something you're trying to learn or something you're trying to implement has slowed down a little bit, it's given you an idea to check what to check out for. So there are two elements. There's the theory element and there's the practical element. If you're missing the theory element, can you sit down and find some books to learn from? Uh, could you just need to put some time aside to start doing that theory, that theoretical side of stuff? that research piece, um, it, what can you do to make sure you get that done? The practical element, can you set some time aside to practice a skill or some time aside to actually go out and do the doing, do what you know needs doing, as opposed to just focusing on the theory and the uh, and the research side. Um, so if, if you're in a position, like say, where that progress is slowed or it's stopped entirely, double check whether you've got those two elements and hopefully if you can implement both those elements that'll get you going again and that'll start you back on the path to that life you love. I've been Gordon Doan, you guys have been great, see you next week.